Welcome to the White House Family Spoken Novels Podcast, Episode 409. Today we are reading Chapter 49 of the novel, All the Bishop's Children, Book 2, by Daniel White III with his wife, Marika White. Dwight was in a meditative mood over the next few weeks. Prayer became more meaningful to him as he prayed for wisdom and understanding. Rosalind did not know how to take her new husband. Like a vulture waiting for the right moment to strike, she watched his every move. It's not going to last long. He's just a flash-in-the-pan thing. Children, you all need to listen to Billy Graham more. Not only is he a dynamic preacher, but he'll show you how you can go to heaven, Dwight said to his children. I thought that was what you were preaching all along, Dad, Rachel said. Well, not really, Dwight said. I've been preaching everything else but what the Bible says, and that is to just believe that Jesus Christ died for you, and that believing this is the only way you can make it into heaven. Is that all? Kennedy said. Yes, that's all. I don't know about all that, DJ said to his siblings later that day when they were lounging around, something they rarely did together. It's too easy, but I'll see how this new belief changes them. Not them, just Dad, Rachel said. My question is, why would a loving God make it difficult, especially if he wants us all to go to heaven? All I know is I've seen some change in Dad, Kennedy said. He seems more relaxed, more at peace. He does not argue with Mom as much either. I'm happy for him, DJ said sarcastically. But right now, I have more important things to think about like whose car I can borrow to drive to the store to buy me that new disco outfit, the one with the diamonds running up and down the side of the pants legs. Fake diamonds, Kennedy said with a laugh. As long as they glimmer in the light, DJ said, shimmying off to tend to his business. What do you think, Jessica asked Rachel. Do you believe there is a God? Of course I do believe there is a God, don't you? Rachel asked. Yes, I do. So that means I'm going to heaven then, Jessica said. I thought Dad was already going to heaven. I guess he wasn't. But the important thing is he's going now, Rachel said. Right now, I'm going to call Seneca and then Michael. DJ, knowing what was in boys, and even though he ran the girls, felt it his duty to protect his sisters. You be careful around Michael and all those boys I see floating around you. Boys know how to play a good game. They'll have you believe in one thing, but their heart is set on another thing. DJ said to Rachel one afternoon. Oh, Michael's not like that, Rachel said. He's not going to use me. He's from a good family and has good training. That does not mean anything. Boys are some of the biggest liars there are. They'll sweet talk you and get what they want from you and then act like they never met you, DJ said. Just be careful. I will, Rachel said, not taking her brother seriously. Mother Randall had been turning things over in her mind ever since Dwight shared with her his conversion experience. Maybe there is something to what he did. I grew up in the church and have been serving God as far back as I can remember. But Dwight's telling me all my years of going to church will not get me saved, and neither will it get me into heaven. I'm going to have to talk with him more about that. So you're telling me, all I need to do is believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and pray and ask him to save me? Mother Randall asked her son-in-law. Yes, Mother, let me see if I can explain this from my new convert book. John 3, 
verse 16 says, For God so loved the world, that is, you and me and everyone else, that he gave his only begotten Son, that's Jesus, that whosoever, you and me and everyone else, believeth in him should not perish, that is, in hell, but have everlasting life in heaven. So all you have to do is believe, Dwight said. I learned John 3, 16 when I was a little girl. I didn't know it was such a powerful verse, Mother Randall said. So what do I do now? You just pray and tell Jesus you are sorry for sinning against him, and that you are asking him to forgive you of your sins, and to come and live in your heart, Dwight said. There's a prayer at the back of this book. Let me pray then, as I believe all that you have shared with me. It's better to be safe than sorry, Mother Randall said. Dwight led Mother Randall in prayer, and oh, the joy that flooded his soul. Rosalind, this has been a recurring thought that I can't seem to shake, and that is, I need to, well, both of us need to apologize to the church family, Dwight said. What for? For leading them astray, Dwight said. What are you talking about now? I have been telling them to pay their dues, to get baptized, and that getting their names on the church roll will ensure them a place in heaven. The doors of the church are open. Now where in the world did we get that from, Dwight said. That has been a part of the black church ever since the beginning of time, Rosalind said. Don't go trying to break tradition now and cause a problem in the body of Christ. That's the problem right there. We just accept tradition and don't answer it in our own, well, and don't answer it to our own detriment. And then we end up being traditionally wrong, Dwight said. My thing is, those of us who know better ought to do better. When we have been enlightened to the truth, then it is incumbent upon us to share that truth. Our speech and actions ought to reflect that truth. And what other truths have you been enlightened to? Rosalind said. This speaking in tongues, that does not save anyone, and that is not necessary to have an uplifting church service. From the reading I have been doing, and if my understanding is correct, speaking in tongues is a gift which you get after you are saved, not to get saved. Well, now that you are finally saved, as you say you are, maybe you'll get that gift. So I guess all is not lost, then Rosalind said. Sorry to break your bubble, but I do not have that gift. And the more I think about it, I don't think I want that gift. I want the people to hear every word I preach and understand every word I speak, Dwight said. As far as I know, there is no one at love and peace who has the gift of interpretation. But studying maketh you mad, most noble Festus, Rosalind said. You get a little knowledge and you begin to talk crazy. I don't want to hear any more of that crazy talk. What book are you getting all that from anyway? From the New Believer's Handbook that I picked up from the bookstore in South Carolina when I went to the Billy Graham Crusade. You may want to read it yourself. It tears down every tradition imaginable, which we as a church body are guilty of. To show, to show us that what we are doing is mere tradition and falsehood, the author gives this example of the thief on the cross. He wrote that the thief did not have time to pay any tithes, or to get baptized, or to get his name placed on the church membership roll, or to speak in tongues, or to do good works. But yet Jesus said to him, Today you shall be with me in paradise. All the thief did was believe on Jesus. Well, if you feel you need to apologize to the church, then be my guest. I don't think I need to apologize for anything. With that said, Rosalind left the room.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of White House Family Stories. You may purchase a copy of the novel and any other Christian fiction books read on this podcast from Amazon.com. Now, dear listener, please know that God, the divine author of all things, wants to write a great story with your life as well. But first, you must give him the pen by trusting him with the life he gave you and surrendering your heart to Jesus Christ as Savior. Here is how. 1. Accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.20, For there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 2. Accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. 3. Accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10.28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. The Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death. 4. Accept the fact that you cannot do anything to save yourself. The Bible states in Ephesians 2.8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. 5. Accept the fact that God loves you more than you love yourself, and that he wants to save you from hell. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. With these facts in mind, please repent of your sins, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and pray and ask him to come into your heart and save you this very moment. The Bible states in the book of Romans 10, 9 and 13 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, Please pray with me this simple prayer. Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I now believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. If you believed in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, go to gospelightsociety.com and read what to do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Thank you so much for listening, and may God bless you until next time.